0: Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. Mm
1: -hmm. People seem to really enjoy when things like that happen on our television program. They see behind the fourth wall. Behind the cans. (laughs) That sounds like a porn documentary.
2: Mm -hmm. I wasn't obviously the real Olga, but that Instagram account that was making photoshops of you. I, uh, (laughs) that was me.
3: Okay. Mm -hmm. I also went to get the Travis Scott. But uh, I guess that's only in the States. Mm-hmm. Drive-thru people at McDonald's in the States are being driven insane because yep. everyone's like, you know why I'm here. <laughs> and then they play <laughs> like a Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. wonder what Drake's meal is.
1: Probably just a small fry and a small chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: I think that's the first time I ever bailed on an evening. Uh,
4: mm, Sure.
3: You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast, brought to you by
4: our friends at McDonald's. Eating a spicy uh, ghost pepper for McDonald's, yes! sandwich there, fries. Yes,
0: Eric. Oh, man. Okay. So good.
1: Next <laughs> week, we got Hound Dog. We got a hose. That's our podcast. <laughs> Hound Dog
3: is here this week. We just booked him a tough get. We just booked him before we turned these microphones on. Seconds
1: before he squeezed us in. In his defense, he's he is working. here. He's here in this building, working as we speak.
3: Uh, for those that don't know, um, well, this is the j and Podcast for September 28th. Hound Dog is our stats guy on our TV show. Brought to you by McDonald's.
1: McDonald's. Uh, yeah, Hound Dog. If you watch our television program, Hound Dog's often uh, on the program. Doing various uh, things we make him do.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Hound dog. But as we've mentioned, he's one of those guys where you like drink uh, eight liters of milk. And he would, but we wouldn't do that because you might die. Can you OD on milk? It's possible,
1: I suppose, unless you're a cow.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We are the only... um, Or a goat. The only species that drinks another species' milk, I, I believe. Well, oh, by golly, Jesus. That's been Science Facts <laughs> with Dr. Dan O'Toole. Like you don't see any cows drinking our milk.
1: Yeah, that'd be weird if a cow just went up to a woman and just was like, let me have some of that out of that teat. That's how That's not... Is that acceptable to say? Yeah, you didn't say anything rude. No, I just like, that's a cow talking. Yeah, then you
0: have...
1: Because the cows, they don't really know
3: how to use their tongues properly when they're speaking. Oh, when they're chewing on the cud. Yeah, that's right. Speaking of cows, hey, all you farmers, you guys, are, I live out in the country, so every day I'm seeing combines. I'm seeing... Yeah, it's harvest hey,
1: time.
3: I'm to harvest. You guys, are, you guys are keeping this country running. Get those crops off. Get those crops off. And where I am, it's been a banner year for crops. As Beautiful From the summer. naked eye. From the naked eye. I'm like, those look good. That's what my, my grandpa in Saskatchewan,
1: that's how he used to entertain himself. He used to go, we'd have dinner when we'd go visit, and they'd be like, all right, let's get in the car, let's go check the crops.
3: Like, all right. I do that, I'm driving by a field, I'm like, girls, look at that field. And they're like, eh.
1: Now, do you take a, a Mickey
3: or a case of beer with you like my grandpa did? <laughs> no, we're usually driving to school, so uh, it's probably frowned upon. I'm sure it's happened at some schools.
1: Oh, lots of dads, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's been Dad Talk with Dr. Dan O'Toole. <laughs> It'd be great if you got an honorary doctorate from... Uh, Algonquin. Algonquin College. No, Well, normally, yeah, Algonquin or even another school because of all the accomplishments you've had in your Sir life. Sir
3: Sanford Fleming, and uh, now it's just called Fleming in Peterborough. There you- or Trent University in Peterborough. Is Sir Sanford Fleming a college? Yeah, it's called just called Fleming now. Okay, great. And it's a a doctorate. Stellar. It's a gorgeous campus.
1: So I can see you receiving multiple honorary doctorates, kind of like Bill Cosby once did. He has a lot of them. He actually has a legitimate PhD as well. How is Trump not
3: pardoned him? I thought that would.
1: I was thinking about Dr. Cosby the other day. Does he do stand-up in prison? I don't.
3: I think...
0: I want to <laughs> do five minutes
3: in the canteen <laughs> for you. He did not look going look good going into prison. New
0: material for the inmates oh, here in the prison that I got into for give, slipping the drug into the drink.
1: Man, Dr. Cosby really didn't think that through.
3: And if he tells the other inmates, "Hey, I'm going to go get us some drinks." They're like,
1: "Yeah, maybe maybe I'll get the
3: drinks, Dr. Cosby. <laughs>
1: Why don't you just sit tight?
3: Um, Pudding man. Before uh, we we call our uh, first guest, a uh, newest employee, well, no, newest transport employee, newest Import. Toronto employee. He's been with the company for a long time. He's been probably well, since 2004, 5. You're yeah, to ask him around there. Um just wanted to say how uh, I was Kind of a good father and a bad father this past weekend because uh, I said to my kids, it was a beautiful day Saturday. I'm like, let's go for a bike ride to the next town over. And again, it's a four or five minute car ride. Halfway home, I'm like, I I did not expect this. It turned out to be 10 kilometers there, 10 kilometers back with a 12 and a nine-year-old. Uh, they're almost goners. Did you consider hitchhiking at one point? I... I thought of just leaving them behind at one point.
1: Well, 12 and 9, it's about time they went out on their own. Try to make it in this world.
3: But I said, here's, here's here's again a learning experience and a life experience. I said, girls, guess what you did? You did it, and now you have a story for the rest of your life because you won't forget it. And, and they said,
1: they'll never, ever go <laughs> bike riding with Danny again. <laughs> did you see... You know, I always say like I don't look at the weather. I don't even look outside. I just go outside, and sometimes it's snowing, and I'm like in shorts. I'm like, ah, I should have not like the weather. Is that how you are with bike riding? Are you like ah, I'm sure? It's two kilometers, and then it's the we have nothing on
3: the docket, and my girls are freaked out about the COVID, as a lot of kids are, and they like stay in their distance for people. I'm like, well, if we aren't going anywhere uh, in the car, why don't we just go for a big adventure? I like it. I think that's good parenting. Did you bring a Mickey with you? (laughs) No, I did see our good friend, uh, friend of the uh, podcast, Brian Bickle and his family. I said, Brian, I whispered to him, keep your phone on. You might have to pick us up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because you saw him randomly on a patio.
3: Yeah, into Uh, the town we went to, Newcastle.
1: uh, Cases, COVID cases going up here in Toronto.
3: And I I know it's not a, uh, a TSN show, but Brian Bickle, make sure you vote for him in Battle of the Blades. We're not allowed to talk about those shows. Whatever. That, sh- no, it's a, for, it's a, a friend is doing it. Yeah, that's right.
1: It's like saying, uh, Did Hey, I just say watch a for, for friend. What, watch David Amber on hockey night. He's a friend of ours. Or, uh, watch Andy Petrillo on CBC sports Saturday. Is that what they call it?
3: Scott Oak. He's a buddy. again. Every, everything like that has gone to the wayside because of everyone's friends now,
1: but they always were. We've, we've, Work with everybody, right? Yeah. We've worked with everybody. There was
3: hatred before. Oh. Yeah. There was never hatred for our first guest, though.
1: No, no. There was nothing but love for this man. Jermaine
3: Franklin joins us, and I was reminiscing with him last <laughs> night um, via direct message, and I, I sent my... Uh, you
1: slipped into Jermaine's DMs.
3: <laughs> I slipped into his GM, <laughs> GMs, his DMs, uh, because Jermaine is now uh, on the desk in Toronto, and I, I said, Jermaine, I still remember the first time we met, you were working for the fan, Jermaine, um, doing a Blue Jays game and I was reporting for TSN on a Blue Jays game when we met in the uh the uh the broadcast area at the uh, the Rogers Centre. So that yes, was Yes,
4: guy. <laughs> <laughs> another friend another friend. And that was <laughs> so that
3: friend. would have been 2002. <laughs> what year did you join TSN? It would have been soon after.
4: Yeah, and I joined TSN in September of 2003. There we go. Wow. Bingo. So, yeah... Uh I got the I got the job uh, with TSN in August, and two weeks later they shipped me out <laughs> out to Calgary. and uh...
1: <laughs> Wait, when you first got the job, Jermaine, were you, did you think you were reporting in Toronto? And then two weeks later, they had they just handed you a plane ticket, and you said, "This seems to be a one way ticket." And then they said, "Yeah, you're in Calgary now."
4: That would have been that would have been a way better story. I'll just say Mark Millie. Yeah, you, you guys know he's like Jermaine you've got the job I'm like perfect and then about 15 minutes later uh see you later you're on a flight on Friday <laughs> what
3: you've got <laughs> the job I, can I tell my see wife you
0: later first? Can I tell <laughs> my wife
1: <first? laughs> wait so you were um you were married you, you did you have kids yet at that point
4: uh no kids uh married for a couple of years and uh Um, The crazy part of that story is because, like you said, uh, Dan, I was working with the fan. Uh, I had about three or four part-time jobs. I was working with the fan. I was also working at the score. It was Headline Sports, and then it became the score. I was also working at a small little television uh, station called Toronto Star TV on the ninth floor of on One Young Street. So I was all over the place Very trying to make ends meet. Oh, it was unbelievable. <laughs> and then uh, and then uh, uh, got got the job with with TSN. And uh, my wife my wife said, "I am so glad you found full time work." I'm like, uh why? She's like, Because I'm pregnant.
3: What? Whoa. And then you're like, yeah, I got a topper. We're moving. Guess where that yeah. baby's gonna be born? Foothills hospital. Exactly, <laughs>
1: exactly at the foothills. <laughs> <Yeah>, so. <laughs> so that's um, I mean, that's great though, because then you went out and the kids um the kids kind of grew up in Calgary.
4: Then. Oh, absolutely. They are they are Calgarians, Albertans through and through. Like, like you, you can't say anything about Alberta without them getting their back up. It's hilarious. So um, it's, it's like a split household because we, we, of course, Andrea and I, we both grew up in Ontario. I'm from Stouffville. She's from the Hammer um and uh and the kids they're they're Calgarians and and they love where they're from they love the nation but they're getting used to Ontario pretty quickly as well so it's it's awesome all all the way around for
2: sure
3: so those that don't know Jermaine was uh our Calgary bureau chief and now he's on the desk in Toronto so that just happened what uh, probably a month ago a month or two ago
4: yeah it's been about a month it's been about a month and it's uh, been a whirlwind like it's funny uh um how we get things done. Like like I mentioned, I was up in Calgary two weeks after I signed with T S N. Um, I got back and we all know how crazy it is with the pandemic. So the, the newsroom, I have no idea what it was like before, but it's super quiet, uh pretty quiet right now. Um and uh the one thing I was gonna say is I got two two rehearsals and they're like, You're good, let's go. I was like, All <laughs> right,
3: well, well, that Jermaine, just speaks to your ability, and you're you're lucky you didn't see the newsroom back in the day because now it's actually probably clean.
1: Now it's clean. Before I wouldn't have sent. I wouldn't have sent you in there. I would have said, "Don't do it, Jermaine. Stay in
4: Calgary." I kind of got the hints from from the mass emails from Nicole Anderson, um, usually saying, uh, "There's going to be a deep clean of the newsroom. Please remove the leftover pizza from the drawers." You're just like. What is going on there?
1: A quick story. Okay, Nicole Anderson, we have to explain, is our kind of our head production manager here at TSN. And quick story, when Dan and I left and went to Los Angeles for a while, they got us a cake, and they had a, a knife that cut the cake, <laughs> And my understanding was when we returned four years later to Toronto, that knife was still in the newsroom covered in icing.
3: We aren't kidding. They would, people would send us updated pictures. Knife's still here.
1: Unbelievable. Yeah. So the pandemic, you got to look at the good sides, the positive things, Jermaine. And that means newsroom cleanliness. That's
4: one thing.
3: So, Jermaine, it must have been, it must have been bittersweet then. Um, because so much time in Calgary, but you get to come home.
4: Yeah, absolutely. that's exactly the, the right way to describe it. I mean, 17 years in Calgary, uh, lifelong friends, um, pretty much family, because uh, we had no family out there in, in Calgary. So we were, we were uh, raising the kids on our own. But, of course, you make friends that help, help along the way. So we, we have family that we'll never forget uh in calgary and we'll definitely uh visit again but at the same time um andrea she said you know what it's it's time to get back it's time to get back home um our parents are are still they're still young ish but they're not getting any younger and it's like okay it's time to give them a little time with the with the grandkids it's time to get back home and it's time to 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 be in a place to grow, Ontario, area. That's right. Good things grow.
0: New license
1: plate. That's right. When you saw the new license plates, were you like, "Whoa, did I? Am I in Quebec? Did I go one province too far?" I'm
4: like, "What's with this blue stuff?" Half the license plates are covered in tinted glass, anyways. I'm like, "What." Must be four oh seven guys just trying to get by on for, for free, but uh, I'm catching on quick, boys. So it's uh, but it's great. It's great to be here. That's for sure. Who are
3: you going to miss the most from Calgary? Mike Vernon, Lanny McDonald, Joe Poplinski. Jim Paplinski, <laughs> Jim Paplinski, Jesse <laughs> yeah, Joe yeah. Pepper.
4: <laughs> uh, that's a, that's a great question. Who am I going to miss the most? I'll go with. Uh, um, I'll go with uh, a local name in Ryan Party, the cameraman. Yes, yeah, yeah. a camera guy for like uh, ten years. So um, we had a good relationship going on there. And of course, uh, the the boys uh, with the flames, the boys with the flames, like uh, Peter Hanlon was. Peter Hanlon's been there about well. thirty
3: years. And, yeah. and, and for those who <laughs> don't know, Peter Hanlon's the PR guy for the Calgary Flames.
4: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Peter Hanlon, Sean Kelso. Uh, and Dalton Ulrich; those are the guys that uh, I communicated with the most. They all work in the Flames communi- communication department, and uh, and yeah, it was uh, it was a blast. It was a blast being there. And when you're the lone wolf as well, like you you do, like you guys were saying off the top of the show, everybody's friendly. So everybody that I saw every day were were guys that I, were compete- I was competing with but you still uh, have good relationships uh, over, over time. So I'll miss those guys for sure as well.
1: One thing I'll, I'll really miss, and I know this time has passed, long passed, but I loved your relationship with one-time Calgary coach Daryl Sutter. I thought he almost had, like, he was almost, like, fatherly with you. Like, he, he was tough on you, but he wanted you to succeed. Would that be an accurate representation of the relationship?
4: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Daryl Sutter—he never let you get away with. Uh, well, actually, he never let you get away with a bad question, but he never really get let you get away with a good question as well. <laughs> <laughs> because if you got too close, the the fangs were out. You know that. You know that uh, uh, that dog or whatever. You're like, oh, what, what a nice guy, and then you get too close, like asking him why the. <laughs> the power play is 0 for 18 <laughs> he'll snap you, put you in your place real quick oh you're the expert <laughs> why don't you tell me Jermaine?
2: oh okay yeah, I got yeah. you back off I got
4: it I got it you know but uh,
3: that's. <laughs> but at, he seemed at that, the yeah.
4: same time at the same time after those scrums he'd be like he he'd remember my kids names he's like how's Micah doing? I'm like, uh, Daryl, you just bit my head off. Well, my daughter's doing great. Thanks for, uh, thanks for, for letting me know. But yeah, it's, it's true. It was a good, good relationship uh, with, with Daryl because even when he went on to the Kings, he never forgot uh, the, the local media in Calgary. And the thing about Daryl was he treated us uh, top. Like he treated us um I would say he abused us a little bit as local media. But when the visiting media came in, he'd treat them like gold. He'd be like, come on into the office. <laughs> You're like, what the is going on? But then then he comes in as the coach of the Kings, and he's treating and, – and when – I guess he's the visitor, but we're the visiting media, and he's just talking to us for 20 minutes, and I'm like – Wow, this is this is completely a 180. But it's uh, it's an easier side. But when you're when you're working with him daily, or I shouldn't say with him, but you're you're asking him questions daily, and he sees you daily. Uh, he, there's no holding back. He definitely kept us kept us in our place. That's for sure.
3: What's going on with an arena there? That that Saddle Dome survived two floods, correct? <laughs>
4: Uh, one huge one. One huge one. I don't. I, there might be two, but the one in 2013 was the flood of all floods. Yeah, and uh, um, that that counts as two because the water was up to like the, the eighth row, uh, might have been oh, the tenth God. row because it's dug in, and it's if you see the design, it is just unbelievable how how deep. Um, and there's that famous picture <laughs> of Harvey the Hound's head floating <laughs> at center ice in this potlitty, hot, uh, sil- silty, I should say, water that's up to the eighth row in the saddle dome. And you're like, how are we going to go back in there? Oh, and man. somehow they got it done, like uh, full kudos to to the Flames organization and just just the the prairie mentality, the western mentality. Yeah. They're like, you know, everybody, all hands on deck. Let's go! It's and like it a was, barn raising. Just get it, it done. What exactly? <laughs> exactly, Jay. And and uh, they got the arena. They got the arena set to go um, again. And finally, um, God rest his soul. Ken King passed away, but before he did. Uh, they agreed to a new arena and and the shovels will be in the ground, I believe in a year uh maybe a year or two now with the pandemic i i haven't kept too much up with it but uh but the agreement was was in place all all the uh, finances, finances have been agreed on, and there will be a new arena in Calgary. And it is desperately needed.
1: Well, Come I was going to say one thing about that flood. And, again, it's like the pandemic. We're looking for silver linings, positive things. Dan and I just did a live podcast at Mount Royal. And um, just theater was that, beautiful. Like, like
3: Back in October. Back in October when yep. you
1: could do live shows. <laughs> yeah. and And Harvey the Hound showed up to do a little thing with us and just the stench off that off that mascot costume, Jermaine. That flood, if it washed that Harvey the Hound costume even just a little bit, that's a side benefit to me of that flood. Even if it just gave it a rinse, just a quick rinse. Because it was the word I would use is rancid, is, uh, yeah. ripe.
3: I would yeah. say ripe. Yeah,
1: it was. It was a tough yeah. one. <laughs>
4: Harvey the Hound does not hold back. He works his butt off. He does. And unfortunately, back. sometimes the dry cleaners does not put the same effort in. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Harvey the Hound. He is a he is he is a staple of the Flames organization, that's for sure.
3: Have you seen... I haven't seen designs of the new rink because Jay and I, we had ideas because um, the Saddle Dome, it's an iconic shape. We were thinking, like, put a big cowboy boot, like a a, a condo hotel could come up, be the, the long part of the boot, and then the arena be the bottom part of the boot. You could make a cowboy hat arena. Have you seen a design?
4: I have not seen a design, but I will put my hat in the ring for the big boot. And it would be great if we could drink out of it somehow. Yes,
1: it tips <laughs> over and then floods the city.
3: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> why, didn't any, why didn't anyone put a roof on the boot, you idiots?
1: <laughs> full of rain, it's full of disgusting rainwater.
3: <laughs> and and now it's Harvey's tipping head? over. Why Harvey's and head, Harvey's, head in it again?
1: Several Harvey <laughs> costumes are inside the boot, and now they're washing down Electric Avenue.
4: Oh, we got a rock down, too. That's right. And it wasn't, I never got it, although it it was the same, I guess 17th was electric, but it was never electric while I was there, but it certainly was electric in 04. So, yeah. That's that's when
3: the Red Mile became famous.
4: Yes. Yes. The Red Mile was, uh, I, I called it infamous. Uh, at times, because it was awesome, but uh, yes, famous is the better yeah, word. Yeah,
3: Instagram was around then, like, wow, oh, it's, uh, yeah.
4: oh, yeah, there was, uh, there was some,
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> well, like, it was a crazy time, because first of all, when I first arrived, Um, one thing uh, the local media would always say because the Flames they started so-so, they were 500 and every time they lost they just look at me and they're like get used to it get used to it we haven't made the the playoffs in seven years it isn't going to happen. I'm like oh okay I'll get used to it. Sure enough they go on a run and they enter as the sixth seed but because it had been so long everybody was all in and I mean everybody so after every playoff game Um, You go to Cowboys, you get in the back, you saw the players there, like Mika Kiprasov was a legend, and on and off the ice, and you're just like, this is amazing. This is my first year, is this how it is the whole time? I will not last three years if this is the way, like, my wife is like, when are you coming home? I'll be there, babe! You know, it was amazing. See you in four then, days, <laughs> you know, and they played Vancouver, of course, in the in that first round and upset them. And the, and there's the Roxy, so it's the Cowboys and the Roxy, and you're just like, oh. this is unbelievable. <laughs> and then, of course, with the success comes the the shutter down. All of a sudden, the players that that you saw like popping bottles in the middle of the dance floor, uh, that ain't happening anymore. No, and then it was. Straight business, and that's when Sutter really put the reins on too for the next few years. Which they did make the playoffs, but it certainly wasn't even a tenth as fun. And uh, and they never made it out of the first round after that either. But that that's nor here nor there. It was just a phenomenal time, a renaissance, mm-hmm. I yes. should say, and good Rose for race.
1: good for the city, right? Good for the soul of the city. Everyone has something to bring them together.
4: Yeah, it, that's exactly what it did. That's exactly what it did. And if you guys remember, I know it's been called the Sea of Red forever, but um, those jerseys that came out with the new uh, design jerseys that everybody um, got, uh, everybody purchased. Like there was, if there was a guy in the stands without a jersey, he was going to Fanatics to get a jersey. It's, it was almost like it wasn't allowed that you remember were in that, there yeah. in any other co- color than red. And, and yeah, it was, I couldn't, I couldn't say it any better. It brought the city together and the flames truly, honestly, they lived off of that run for at least a decade for at least a decade, um, of the, of the fans and the, and the reputation of being a hardworking team and the, the just the genuine love and camaraderie, uh, around the flames, um, it was it was incredible.
1: And then you had the Berkey years. You got to, to hang with Berkey for a little while. That must have been well fun. But then potentially <laughs> might have been some tougher times
4: there. Maybe. You know what? The Berkey years were they they were fun, but they were interesting because he um, unfortunately slash fortunately he stuck to his word. He said he wasn't going to talk to us very much. He came to Calgary, he was the president of hockey operations, um, and he and he said he was going to hire a GM after Feaster, and he did, and Brad True Living, and Feaster and True Living, they did most of the media availabilities, Berkey would come out once in a while, and it was funny that you say that, because everyone was like, how was it to deal with Brian Burke? How was it to deal with the Brian Burke? And I would say, you know what? You've seen Brian Burke more than, than I have because he had so many different speaking engagements. To his credit, he's awesome. Um, and he had so many different speaking engagements around the city. People saw Burke and heard from Burke and his opinions way more than we did as the, as the media at the Saddle Dome because uh, he, he stuck to his word and stayed in the background. But the few times that we did uh, talk to him, um, yeah, Burke was great. And he's so smart. Um, and he, and he's hilarious. So, uh, the few times that we did get to talk to him, he, he certainly filled his role and, and his reputation in that sense.
3: So Jermaine, um, since you left Calgary, going to put you on the spot here. What are the three things, three things you're going to miss the most? You can name a restaurant, anything, three things where you look back and you're like tomorrow, if I had the chance, I would do this or I go there, I go there.
4: Uh, that's a good question. Uh, can't go wrong by saying the mountains uh um yeah the Bamp-
1: skiing s- here Jermaine i don't know if you remember that <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm not much of a skier so so that's i almost wait i did waste the mountains in that sense but hiking uh in Johnson's Canyon and and uh Kananaskis and stuff that that was and i didn't do it a ton but every time i did it i was like man this is amazing and every time someone came to visit we'd always go to Banff Bamp- and it was amazing. So we, I'd always, I'll always miss Bamp and Lake Louise. Um, that's that's uh, that's number one for sure. Um, number two, and this is a weird one, but I'm gonna say it because it's more about the community. Uh, I'm gonna miss gonna miss the the Calgary Saints uh, hockey organization. My son played uh, minor hockey there, and I was heavily involved. Uh, coaching all the way up from uh, from novice, or I should say, Timbits bits, all the way up through to bantam, and that was a blast. Like the parents and the and so forth, always had fun with, with those guys. So, That's great. So good. yeah, it's it's uh, gonna miss that a uh, ton. Um, and in terms of uh, number three. Um, this is a little sappy, but I'll say it anyways because uh, it's who it's who I am. We're gonna miss uh, we're gonna miss our church too. We went to Saint James Ca- Anglican in uh, in Calgary. It was our home for 17 years, and that's where we did meet a lot of our family as well. So those are the three things that uh, we, in a heartbeat, we would go back for uh, in a second. But totally looking forward to to being back home and 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 and. Experiencing the same things here in the GTA. Now,
1: was it a tough sell for the kids to come out?
4: You know what? It wasn't. It wasn't because um, they knew they knew how bad I wanted it, and they knew what my uh, my ultimate goal was. Uh, but at the same time, like they were like, uh, "It's gonna be like." They were excited because they have cousins and family out here, right? That they really enjoy but then when they started telling their friends the news then they started to realize oh this is get, this is a little more serious than yeah, than they thought real. because they were like excited like us and then their friends are crying yeah. <laughs> and they're like what are they crying for and i'm like and well, you're like they, you know how bad i want this stop it
3: it's it's I brought you into this world. I'll take you out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird
1: parenting, but I kind of like it, Jermaine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's straight from the Hot We won't say his real name. Is that?
0: Yeah. You know. We were talking about him
1: earlier in the podcast, so it kind of oh, it yeah? came
0: full circle. Yeah. <laughs> we
1: are talking about him doing stand-up in prison. So. Oh, boy. Oh, I was
4: standing. I was standing. Oh,
1: I love it. Oh, that's how you know Jermaine's a veteran, because he brought it around again, exactly. right? He brought it around
3: for us. Hey, hey Jermaine, what's it like? Moving during a pandemic? Yeah.
4: Oh, man. It's, it's crazy, actually. And, like, things that you, like, I have, obviously, I haven't moved much. So so little details, they come back to bite you, too. So it's weird in that sense because I called a moving company, and I'm like, okay, this is the date. They sent me the email with the, with the, um, the estimate, and I'm like, perfect, we're in. And then I called them two weeks later, like, "Oh, it's gone. We we can't move you till for another three weeks." Like,
0: what? Oh, no. but, uh, <laughs> well, at least so you didn't have to. Details.
3: You didn't have to move it across the border because if I ever have to move across the border again, I'm just burning everything. I'm just gonna yeah. just leave it. You, you, you can have it. I'm good. <laughs>
4: Exactly, I feel like we didn't burn enough like I I threw out a bunch of stuff like we got rented a huge dumpster and and uh, got rid of stuff we simply did not want to bring across uh, the country just to throw out here in Ontario but uh, but yeah, moving in a pandemic it was uh, or it is because it's almost it's coming to a close pretty quick, but it is. Yeah, I, I'm not sure about that,
3: Jermaine. I'm not sure no. that it's coming to a close. Well, the move. The oh, move oh, okay. The I, pan- thought you, I thought you were declaring <laughs> an end to the pandemic. The pandemic's oh, no, over. No. Jermaine <laughs> said so.
4: <laughs> exactly. So the trucks are coming in this week. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Oh, so your stuff's good. not here yet. <laughs> yeah, it's not here <laughs> yet. It's not here oh, yet. Oh, man. So, so yeah. wait, are it's you... A, that's the pandemic for you.
1: So the whole family's living out of a suitcase, basically.
4: <laughs> well, we got enough stuff, but yeah, basically, basically. Oh man, yeah.
1: that's classic TSN <laughs> to hang you out to dry like that.
3: Did TSN get you a place to stay, or are you in a in Gino's studio, which is also ours? Gino. <laughs> Gene-
4: Gino's basement. You oh. know, we go back. Actually, <laughs> That'd be great. That would not be terrible. He at all. just made his pasta. I sauce. was
1: just gonna say, Jermaine, he's <laughs> making his tomato sauce right about now, so you guys would be well fed, mm-hmm. cared for. Um, oh, does, does Gino hand out a few jars? Well, to special people, and I think if you're living <laughs> in his basement, I think you qualify. <laughs>
3: It's
4: time It's time to get me on that list.
1: Yes. By the way, I would
3: yeah. watch that show on TSN, Gino's Basement. I would watch that. How about Gino's that, Garage? Where he's
1: making the sauce with Nana. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: watch that I'd show. watch anything with Gino in it, for do real. You,
1: Jermaine, do you remember when Matt Dunnigan had a show on the Food Network called Road Grill? I
3: certainly do.
1: Yeah. yeah, that was wild. If we we got to get again on here. To and ask him
3: it. how many push-ups before each shot did he do? Because yeah. he, those shirts were in danger. He had a size I was going to say, small. what
4: size were the shirts? What <laughs> yeah. size were the shirts? They were an extra Seriously. small
1: shirt, ba- almost a belly shirt, almost showing a little oh, belly. That's goodness. how small so they were.
4: Them, a medium, <laughs> uh, a medium max. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But <laughs> <Matt>. <laughs> and I was ne I uh, never
3: saw anyone so fired up to be grilling. Yeah, he
4: loved Oh, he is a ball of fire. He, like, he's a legend. Uh, he's a legend. I'd always loved seeing him at the Great Cup. And uh the first night of Great Cup was always a was always a fun night, uh uh with Rod Smith and Matt Donnegan and the boys and oh, it man. was oh then <laughs> and then the next day Donnegan would be like no more seeing you guys. <laughs> enough is enough. You're like, oh, we'll see you tonight, Maddie. We'll
3: see it. Yeah, sure, Maddie. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Maddie. yeah. We aren't going to see you All right, one, eh, <laughs> one and done, eh,
4: Maddie? One and
0: done.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, and now you're on the desk, and uh, what? how's the experience been so far? It's just got to be you get to work with uh, the luminaries of the genre.
4: Um, yeah. It's got
1: to be pretty good.
4: <laughs> It's been great. It's been outstanding, and it's it's crazy. You learn something uh, new uh, every every show because it's live television, and and you're working with different people. And it's just uh, and when it's that eleven o'clock slot or ten thirty slot, not ten o'clock slot. There's there's nothing that's really done, so it's really on the move. So it's really awesome, uh, baptism by fire, and working with different people. Um, has been great, too. Like, Dutchy, we were just talking about how Maddie is a ball of fire. Wow. Dutchie's energy is so contagious. Amazing. Kate Burnett's is great. Um, I've worked with <laughs> Kelsey Braid, Glenn Sheeler. I've worked with a lot. Natasha Staniszewski. I get, like, questions about Natasha like every day. I've only worked oh, yeah. with her once. But, we all yeah. get them. My my so butchers
1: like, are obsessed. Know, <laughs> like, hey, what's up? Like,
0: Is she you single?
1: Know, but... What's going on <laughs> with her? I'm like, it's your fault. <laughs> 59 years old like she's not interested (laughs) just get me my pork chops god unbelievable
4: yeah
1: well listen buddy
4: it's been fun
1: it's been great having you on and we're so happy you're here and your family's doing great and uh this has been a blast man it's been a blast
4: having you on yeah, I really appreciate it, and uh, i sorry I missed out on the first invite. That was all my fault. Oh, but yeah, I'm Jay really was carving that. you. He was I was crying. fuming.
1: <laughs> I was fuming, big time. I was fired up. Uh, was he's
4: like, screw I, that guy. <laughs> I just looked at my Skype, and I, I saw the conversation that I never showed up to, and there's Kristoff. 55 minutes you guys were waiting on me. I feel so...
3: Terrible. <laughs> Le- needless to say there was a lot of dead air that podcast <laughs> 55 <laughs> minutes of game okay, he might pick up now is he gonna pick up there. You, you There, you
4: there? Not there. I, I was gonna, I was gonna come up with the would you rather for Dan, but I know that would not oh, go yes. well either. So. Oh, come <laughs> on! Again.
0: Well,
1: let's save it for next time because that might be overwhelming after all of this. But uh...
4: well, I want to stay on the good side. Like uh, I'll leave that. to Uh, The would you rather? That's
1: a tease. That's a tease. Yeah, that's right. For the next one, that's when we'll get the would you rather. Jermaine, thanks. All the best to your family, and uh, we'll talk to you uh, soon, buddy.
4: Thanks, guys. Thank you, buddy.
3: Jermaine Franklin, um, anchoring Sports Center now in Toronto, the former Calgary TSN Bureau Chief. Have we hired a new Calgary Bureau Chief? I don't Guess what, Jay? It's me. Yes.
1: Unbelievable. That's where I was born. I was born in Foothills Hospital. Again, full circle. We had Cosby doing stand-up. Jermaine brings it around. Jermaine's kid born in Foothills Hospital. Me born in Foothills Hospital. I go back to Calgary. I'm the new bureau chief. It's me interviewing Tre Living. Interviewing Jeff Ward. Interviewing Kachuk. Maybe interviewing Dave Riddick if he stays around.
3: (laughs) That's all your interviews. Just the four. (laughs)
1: So good luck with that, Sean Monahan's like. Do you want to ask me a question? No, <laughs> Johnny Gaudreau. Do you want? I'm, I scored four goals tonight.
3: Nope, not interested.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go back to Matthew here.
3: That's how I'll play it. Uh, and then we're going to uh, call our second guest. Oh yeah, we mentioned him off the top. How he was a great get if we can get him. He's getting the stats together because as we tape this, the Monday night football game's going yep. on. We've got uh, game six of the Stanley Cup final. Unfortunately not televised, but it's on, so we'll bring you the results of that later. Uh, so we always say that as a joke um, because we don't want you to turn the channel. And some, at least once every show, someone so sends great. me a message and says, what are you talking about? I'm watching it right now. It's on Sportsnet
1: right now. Why? Are you guys idiots? And I'm like, yeah, well, A, yes. <laughs> but we were just kidding. Just joking. Like every Blue Jays game, I would say. Unfortunately, not televised.
3: <laughs> okay, looks like uh, stuff has got him on the line, and the reason we wanted to get Hound Dog, our stats guy, on the line was to talk about his bidet that he hooked up to his toilet. So he... Hound Dog, is this correct? You didn't buy a toilet with a bidet? You installed one?
2: Uh, I can't take full credit for uh, personally uh installing it. My buddy actually... uh Mike Duong was the one who was telling me was selling uh, me on the bidet, and he told me to get off Amazon. It was like forty-five bucks. Didn't think that was too crazy to of a purchase. And he installed it uh, in like now twenty minutes or something like that. And it's been the greatest thing of all time.
1: Wow. Okay. So first of all, if you've got a buddy who will install your bidet, you better leave him some money in your will because that's something <laughs> I don't know any of my buddies who would ever <laughs> ever do that.
2: <laughs> that's a good boy. I hadn't thought of that. I, <laughs> uh, I, should, uh, be, uh, I should alter mine, I guess, eh?
3: <laughs> I didn't hear. What was that? Oh, your will.
0: Oh.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, should, oh, I that's definitely need uh, that. Yeah, okay,
3: okay, so Hound Dog, how does it look? Does it look like something that uh, you just threw on there? Is it hideous? Uh, tell us how this whole thing works.
2: It's basically just like a contraption on the right side of the toilet. And uh, the first time I ever actually tried using it, I was curious. So I'm like, oh, I wonder like, how much uh, water pressure comes out. That was the first mistake. Never, uh, always make sure when you're when you install one to be sitting down when you do it. Because yeah. I was uh, like, oh, I wonder what this is, and psh, the water just sprayed up and almost hit me in the eye. That was pretty crazy. But wow. no, it's just like it's a, a small, small little contraption on the right side of the toilet, and uh, it's literally, like I said, it's 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 like it it's a super soaker for your app. Does it heat the water? Uh, you can get ones that are like that. Mine isn't because I got the cheap one.
1: You like, I know uh, there's like yeah, uh, like, really like to have a little plus. shock to your system.
2: <laughs> yeah, it definitely. The first time you use one, no question, people are gonna be you're, you're for sure freaked out because it's, it's a much different sensation than usual. But it, <laughs> uh, used to it pretty quickly, and honestly, it's it's amazing. Wow. It really is.
1: It's definitely a different sensation than wiping for sure. And yeah. you said <laughs> so the pressure, like, it, can you adjust the
0: pressure?
2: Yeah, okay. there's, uh, there's, there's like a, three or four settings on there. Uh, I, I never go past like medium because after that, it's, yeah, it gets a little bit tough. But uh, yeah, you know, there's like four different settings. Oh, yeah.
3: I've got, uh, it, there's a lot of them. There's uh, the best seller is the Lux Bidet Neo 120 for $52.
1: You have that one, Hound Dog? Yeah, that's exactly the one I have. Oh, yep.
3: look at that. Okay. It's got uh, four and a half star reviews, 8,000 reviews. Wow. <laughs> that's impressive. Excellent. And I can have it tomorrow. Tulsi, so you got to get that and
1: come back with a review next week on the Jane Dan podcast brought to you by McDonald's.
2: <laughs> and me and my buddy uh, Mike will install it for you. Yeah, that's right.
3: I don't, Mikey. Want, I don't want you guys getting He's the bidet toilet.
1: installer.
3: Yeah, stay away from my
1: toilet. Can you imagine he just shows up at your door? <laughs> hey, I'm here to install your bidet. I'm Mike the Young. Where's your uh, sh-? I'm going to put this on it. Uh, okay. It was, uh... Right this way. <laughs>
2: I must say when I was working from home, uh, wherever it was, like for five, six months there during the pandemic, it was like one of the best aspects of working from home was having bidet access 24-7. Oh, were you using uh,
3: the bidet during our show?
2: Uh, well, I was, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to confirm or deny Do you want (laughs) to check your diet? Uh. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Not so good, is it? (laughs) Actually, I swear to God, this is actually true. I uh, went to the Scarborough Town Center tonight uh, before work got myself some dinner and uh i actually am like terrified right now to use the washroom even though i need to uh but that's why when i get home tonight uh the lap of luxury for sure
1: so you're mike you fired it up it's nine thirty. <laughs> <laughs> it's nine thirty, and we're not you're gonna the earliest you're gonna get home is like 1 32 in the morning you're oh, yeah. gonna be holding it for a long time and that bidet is gonna i don't know if it's gonna survive
2: it uh, yeah I, I don't know but I don't understand honestly like when I tell people about this the the reluctance and the, uh, how many people are terrified of the concept of one it just blows my mind I don't understand it No oh, I love something it something that cleans you
3: Yes Yeah No I we're all in like, I think I'm gonna have to get this Yeah Oh a hundred percent Will I, I be able say, to like, Will I be able to hook it up I am not inclined oh, for Mike's gonna to do it Mike's showing <laughs> up
1: <laughs> hey, I, Where's I, your Dumper.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea uh, how easy it is. It's, like I said, it didn't take him too, too long, but I, I know for sure there'd be no way I'd be able to do it. I'm, I'm not sure hand most hand
1: people, hand. people must. Inst- I'm oh, trying to be see where the water
2: comes
3: out here. I don't see any. Is there, uh,
1: Could you just hook a hose up in your bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> just a small garden hose, one of those retractable ones. Would tuck oh, on man. the wall. I think that'll be just as good, uh, Hound Dog. Before we let you go, uh, tell us about your podcast uh, so everyone can uh, go check it out.
2: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I've had you guys uh, both on. It's uh, called the H Dog Pod. Uh, I've done 39 episodes now. Uh, started it, I guess, in January, and yeah, I just talk about the day sometimes. That's certainly a, a, a discussion point, and, and dating sometimes, and uh, sports, uh, reality shows, That's sort of uh, whatever tickles my fancy that week, but. Uh, it's always fun to have somebody on there. Like when you guys were on there, it was it was fantastic, and uh, yeah, I've been doing that for a while, and usually try to come out uh, once a week, uh, one episode a week with that, and uh, it's going uh, really well.
1: Seems like the bidet's been tickling your fancy.
2: <laughs> 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 I got I got to say I still understand like the the extreme reluctance from people. Like, when you have dirty hands, you don't need a cloth. You you wash your hands with soap. So it's sort of the same idea. The toilet paper just doesn't work as well as cleaning it. Stuff knows,
1: Hound Dog. Stuff knows. We've been talking about it for the entire 10 years of this podcast that I don't understand society and toilet paper. It makes no sense to me. There should be a bidet in every toilet. Um, or we should just have all Japanese toilets. Sure, that would bankrupt us as a nation, but um, yeah, it's you, you're preaching to the choir on that one, absolutely. Um, oh, sorry? Stop, I have one? Stop, do you have a hose in your... Shitter? No, uh I do not but I am on Amazon currently. Look at that toolsy options. and stuff right now Hound. Dog. See, they, I'm they, reading they all the reviews. The, they have the hose like ones and those are only $40. <laughs> <So> it's <laughs> it's, it's
3: actually also known yeah.
1: as a hose. This this is uh <laughs> this, this is, is, is the
3: greatest review. This is a real review. 5 stars. The best drinking fountain we ever used. <laughs> Buy this now. <laughs> What oh,
0: more man. can
2: you ask for? When the pandemic started, the uh, I actually saw... Uh, I was trying to convince someone of it, and I told them to go on Amazon, and actually they were sold out. People, you know, obviously everyone was uh, stocking up with toilet paper, but uh, for a while there, you couldn't get a bidet anywhere on Amazon. Right. So it's good yeah. to see that it's back.
1: I like that. I like that. Hound Dog, you were great. We're going to bring you back on to talk about your toilet hose again.
2: <laughs> All right. I, I have uh, plenty of stories as to why... That I needed the bidet. So, I'm going to look uh, for the heated one
3: because I don't I don't like uh, cold water.
1: Did you know that Hound Dog said he has plenty of stories as to why he needed the bidet? <laughs> That's a tease. That's a tease right there.
3: Okay, Hound Dog, we'll talk to you in uh, in person uh, again very shortly here at the TV I, side of things,
2: and hopefully I'm doing okay. Okay. Yeah. See you, Hound Dog. I know. Good guy. Luckily,
3: uh, he's in a, a room cordoned off by himself. I. I wonder if we
1: could recreate the time Hound Dog ate... He was supposed to eat five burgers from a competing burger franchise we won't mention. He ate three and a half of them, and they were massive burgers. Like, Hound Dog can put it back. I wonder if we could do a McDonald's version of that. Uh, With McDonald's permission, of course, maybe he tries to eat five quarter pounders on this podcast. Okay. I always remember he would have eaten the five... But he made the mistake of like treating it like it was it like he had fries and a coke and a massive coke and yeah. he kept drinking the coke and I'm like what you can't oh, like you mistake. have a, just a little water like you, you can't be drinking that and you dip the food him. in there if anything right right like uh, Joey Chestnut so anyway we'll see if we can do that but yeah
0: yeah
3: no, that was a blast great great chat with Jermaine Jermaine was great he was awesome Hound Dog was great Stuff, you were great doing what I can <laughs> hey this is our last podcast in September oh.
1: Well, I guess that's that. On to October. Summer's over. (laughs) Or almost here. Summer's here. (laughs) Yeah. Bye.
0: They're going home.
3: the Jay and Dan podcast brought to you by our friends at McDonald's James Duffy presents the rubber boots podcast
2: So we're sitting down at our table the waiter comes up and he's like profusely
4: sweating and this is like 100% his first line to us he goes hello
0: I am not well (laughs) I'm very ill (laughs) You ate there? I came down with it yesterday I've just not been good Not good at all Get it at tsn.ca And anywhere you get your podcasts